Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 41 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen, and as always, I'm joined by my more than lovely co-host... Mira! More than lovely! Well, I was just looking at you and I realized lovely doesn't quite suit you. It is... It is... The words cannot... Explain or describe. Uh, Is it just because I'm wearing a shirt that makes my boobs look good? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it does look make them look very good. Your little nips poking through. Look at them! Hey, don't listen to this. (laughs) Forget that that happened. (laughs) I'll cut out the nipples part. Sorry, you had to hear mom and dad flirting for a little bit. It's time for another episode of this wonderful show where I, the person who has listened to all Eurovision songs at least once and multiple times at this junction, of course, expose you to them, and you're listening to them for the very first time, and then we talk about, you know, what they make us feel. Yeah. We talk about our emotions. We get real on this here, this here podcast. Do we get a baseline first? Like, what are, what are your emotions right now? Um... What are those emotions? I mean, we did have a lot of pasta. Yes, so our emotions are... Mostly pasta-based at this point. Full of pasta, got ourselves another glass of wine because that worked out so well for us on the last episode. Oh boy, was it um, bad? I felt like we got very talky. Um, which is good for a podcast, but I, I felt like we got less jokey, more talky. I mean, we weren't very jokey because I was grieving... Yes, that is also a reason. <laughs> I don't think it was really because of the wine. It was because I was very sad. And I'm still a little bit sad. I'm just saying the know. wine did not help. The wine did not help. But you know what might help? More Some wine? Eurovision songs. Oh. We have a bunch more to go, and I have divided them into five remaining categories, which I've mentioned before, but I will mention them again, because you will be picking one of these categories, and we will be listening to the songs from that category. Now, keep in mind, one of these, because you have chosen Screaming in Black last episode, one of these will have to be the last episode. Oh, God. Oops. Because we had sort of, you know, you'd sort of said, I'm keeping that one for last, so whatever order you did the rest doesn't matter. But now now realize that one of these is going to have to be last. I mean, yeah, the plans of mice and men, huh? But the five categories are Bangarini. Sure. I keep forgetting this exists. (laughs) Okay. When are we... Man Pain, and I'll Be Back. I mean, those are almost all very good. I think I'm gonna have to go with I Keep Forgetting This Exists just to get it over with. I'm just gonna say, I think that is smart, because I was starting to think that you forgot that that category existed. No, I mean, I did, but now that you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably... Because if we left that until the end, it it would have been very anticlimactic. I mean, it would have been poignant in a certain way. Yeah, I guess. Afterthought episode. Um, and so this one's a little odd because based because the category itself kind of already tells you how I feel about these three songs. What are my favorite songs in here? What how I feel about these is that sometimes I completely forget that they exist, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Um, but we'll find out. What- Doesn't it? <laughs> 
We'll find out. It, you know, stranger things have happened. And you know what? I'm going to open my spreadsheet because I don't remember which three oh songs these God. are. Oh my God. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's that bad, huh? Oh wow. Yeah, that one. I legit... <laughs> I legit, oh my god! I had a different document open that just had the categories and how many songs were in each category. Um, and then I was like, but which three are these? And I genuinely, I knew two of them and one of them I had actually forgotten which it was. So should we start with that or... Yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, let's lead with the one I had completely forgotten about. Um, let's go to uh, the Baltics. Let's go to Latvia. Oh, let's go to Latvia. I've never been. I heard it's lovely. And coming to us all the way from Riga, it is the winners of the Latvian Supernova selection, responsible for such uh, acts as uh, Amanata Savadogo, Eusts, Triana Park, and fucking Laura Risotto. So, I mean, the road is bumpy, to say the At least. At best. Eust was the worst. Used you know, we kind of liked him at the start there. I kind of liked it. But then once we got to that Used performance, was it was DJ, kind of like... right? No. Wait, Are you thinking Used? of Joust? I'm thinking of Joust. Ooh. Ooh. I try not to most We'll talk of about time. DJs later. Oh, um, no. Oh, God. But, but no, Latvia's not... Uh, there's no DJs in Latvia, uh, at least not what was Used? this year. Feeling your heartbeat. Oh, no, that that's was good. That's what I want. That was a good song. I still have that in my head sometimes. Okay, so we're all on the same page. Uh, this year, Latvia is being represented by the duo Carousel. Okay. And they have written the song themselves. The, oh, uh, no. There's Marcis Vasilevskis and Sabine Zuga. Did I pronounce those names correctly? I wouldn't know because I've not heard anyone talk about them. Oh, my God. Um, so this is... That Night by Carousel for Latvia. And fun fact, this is the only song this year that does not literally feature the song title in the song itself. Oh, that's the only that's the only song these past five years that doesn't do that. It's not true, um, because last year we had Our Choice by Ari Olafsson. He never, he never said our choice. He said we all have a choice, uh, a choice we can make. We had you I let that song. you let me walk alone, um, which oh, is not fuck. what he sings in the song. He says you let me walk this road alone. So there's been songs like that, um, and this is more in that vein, in that the word night is featured, um, and the word that I think at another point, but never together. Mm. Listen, uh, let's find out what they did here. Um, it's. That Night by Carousel for Latvia. He looks like he's falling asleep. So do I. Because for the first time ever, you checked your phone. I checked my phone. During a song? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was just a very boring song. Although, up until two minutes in, I was just thinking, this isn't more boring than Calm After the Storm. 
Which I thought was an extremely oh, boring you song. You shouldn't say that. I know. No one agrees with me, but I thought I mean, that get, song ooh, fucking get, sucked. Get ready to get dragged on Twitter, baby. Because Wee Wee Blogs gave Calm After the Storm a bad review back in the days, and people have unearthed that, and they're lording it over everyone at Wee Wee Blogs for some reason. Really? I just thought it was very <laughs> oh funny that God. you mentioned Calm After the Storm, because that's one of the funniest thing that's, things that's happened this season, is just people bringing up their four out of 10 review of Calm After the Storm. Yeah, 4 out of 10. I agree with them on that one. It was um, not great. Hang on. It's but okay. I guess. It's well staged. It's like, well done. Oh, no, the staging was really good. I will admit that. Here's... Uh, this, wait, this, this, sorry. This joke is courtesy of Elaine on Twitter. Um, but, like, everyone says the Calm After the Storm staging was so good, but I thought it was middle of the road. Boo. <laughs> sorry, Elaine. She said boo. I said boo, Lane, but I love it. So I thought that until, like, the two-minute mark... I'm surprised you made it two minutes. Which I thought was the five-minute mark. (laughs) Yeah. And then it still kept going for another ten years. Was that about was that about the seventh chorus or or was that still the the fifth? I, I stopped counting after number 12 or whatever. Um... Number 22. Shut up. Yeah, this song got unbearably dull. It started out... happens. It started out kind of boring. Then it got tedious. They were just sitting there like, okay, come at me, the Broken Circle Bluegrass Band. Like, let's see what you have here. Oh my god. And then they they never take it to the... This is like one of those songs that plays in the movie theater before the commercials start. Is it? I mean, it's... Because we've been surprised. We've been surprised that some of them slaps, or it's like strange jazz. Sometimes it's strange jazz, but there have been times that they've done like knockoff Mumford and Sons Lumineers stuff. Sure. That and that's what this kind of sounds like. Is the Lumineers the one you hate, or Um, is that not you? Is that someone else? I think someone else hates the Lumineers. Here's the thing, babe, because I gotta be honest with you, I have never once in my life thought about the Lumineers. (laughs) I really like one of their songs, The the Big Parade, I think is is a very nice... No, that's a way better song. But The Big Parade by the Lumineers is alright. I used to really like it when I was like 20, I think? This is great, except I have no idea what you're talking about. But all of their other songs are kind of boring. Okay. So is this. Oh, yeah. Sorry, did you want to talk about this song? Because I don't. Um. We were, like, having a conversation, like, not even a minute in. We were just, like, had one, only one ear of the headphones on, just talking about what actress the singer looks like. You said Cat Stark from Game of Thrones, which is pretty accurate. Then you also said, um, I don't remember her name, the actress who plays Missy the Master on previous seasons of Doctor Who, which she also kind of looks like. It's that type of actress. It's that type of woman. The um, kind of woman that Stephen Moffat would cast in an underwritten role. That's every woman. Yeah, but like an underwritten role that he pretends is like... That's every role. No, but pretends is like... Yeah, no, you're that's right, that all of them. Just... Am I being controversial? No. No, I'm not. Everyone knows this. Anyway, we've said not a single controversial thing this episode. Um... <laughs> it's true. I never say anything controversial. 
Oh no, we did just talk about uh, how calm after the storm wasn't as good as people say it was. It is... Oh, I thought you were making a joke. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, see, I this also episode... keep forgetting about this whole calm episode the storm. is about me forgetting uh, things, just like how I forgot about this song. Hey, you're completely right too because it's extremely forgettable. And it's strange because you'd think I'd have the chorus uh, memorized because she sings it, sings it about love. Where are you? Twenty thousand times. Love, where are you? Uh, love, love, I need you. Love, I need you. Love, come through. Yes, honey. <laughs> uh, where are you, my love? I oh need you. Fuck off! It's so bad! Oh my god! I needed to write that one together, did ya? Uh, you needed it... two people to write that song, huh? Hey, this is fun if you're just like sitting together and noodling and coming up with a song uh, from the top of your head and you're like, yeah, this, these are just like first draft lyrics or like, we're not lyricists. Eh. But like, come on, man, you're putting it out there. Also, who the fuck voted for this? Make a goddamn effort. This was a national selection. Who the fuck voted for this? It's so boring. What in, what in this? Someone explain to me. Inspire someone to pick up the phone and be like, I'm definitely voting for this. Because, huh? Get your shit right, Latvia. Yeah, Latvia. I mean, now, Latvia has been, been a mess in the past. I mean, they're responsible for such beautiful songs as Beautiful Song. And <laughs> so good. It's such a good song. And what for? Oh my god. Latvia! And Wolves of the Sea. And Love Injection? And Love Injected, yeah. There's also that. It's not Love Injection. It's, it's not Love, love in Injection. It's Love Injected. <laughs> because Love Injection sounds a little bit too sexual, uh, I well, guess. Yeah, where are you, my love? Because your love revives my soul. But uh, this song certainly makes me fall asleep. And This song does not revive anyone's this, soul. We yeah, can no. be uh, agreed on that. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's make this a short episode. Uh, next <laughs> yes, song, please. right? Our next song is another one that I completely forget about a lot of the time. Here's a funny question. Do you remember that um, um, Sandstorm, the song? Um. By Darude? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, Sandstorm by Darude. Yeah. So anyway, Finland is sending Darude to the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> And there she goes, folks. Now, it's been really wonderful hosting a podcast, um, but it seems like my co-host has walked out of the house and never to be seen again. Um, I'm sorry, Darude. I'm back. Hang on. Let me step over this trash that we have on our floor. Darude? Uh -huh. The real Darude? Yeah. Amazing. Tell me more. <laughs> Darude is is um, not a vocalist. This this we know um, because <laughs> there are no vocals in his biggest hit, Sandstorm. Sure. Um, so he has a vocalist with him, as as is the tradition from the last two years. Is there's a DJ that hasn't been relevant for fifteen years with a subpar vocalist. So here we go. Um, in this case, we have Darude featuring Sebastian Rehman. They had three songs in their national selection. I don't want this! Um, and one of them came out victorious. Um, so they, they kind of copied the Sara Alto concept of having three songs and picking one. So the song that emerged victorious is called Look Away. Like the song from a series of unfortunate events? If only. If only. That song is fine. <laughs> It's not that good. 
It really isn't. But we are here to talk about um, the Finnish song for Eurovision 2019, which is indeed by Darud, featuring Sebastian Raymond. And it's called Look Away, but let's not look away. Let's strap in our headphones and look at the screen. By God, by God, we have to watch it. I'm going to look at my phone during this. Hopefully you won't, but let's find out if Mira looks away during Look Away. the Finnish national selection and I just hadn't watched this video since then. I've never seen this. <laughs> I thought like uh, I don't have to watch that one again. No, I just realized while watching this, I've never actually seen this full performance. It's amazing. Oh my god. This is the first time I'm watching this full video. What do you think? I mean, I've 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 certainly never wanted to hear this. Oh no. Absolutely. Um, I think absolutely not. Uh, I love I love the white stance. The uh, white stance that is just the is first so thing powerful. we need to. It's a powerful stance. It's a powerful stance. It exudes confidence, and the fact that he probably <laughs> just has a hugely swollen nutsack. Yeah, you're just there, like, oh god, his nuts must be massive if he's <laughs> spreading his pants like uh, his, his legs like that. You could. Push him over so easily. He's no, so... he's not. No, he can't because his legs are so wide. Yeah, but he they're so stretched. It's not like... He's not balanced at all. A slight breeze could knock him over. You can't, you can't see his feet in the fog. You don't know how firmly his feet are planted on the ground. Anyway, global warming, am I right? It's so bad. We should do something about it instead of looking away. Yeah, I mean, that's the message of the song. Why, how can we just... Lay there in our beds when we know what's going on with the world today. I know. It's we just look it's a away. powerful message, isn't it? It is. God, what if this becomes like the flagship song of the climate justice movement? Look Away by Darude featuring Sebastian Raymond. Yeah, I mean, it's a powerful message. Here's my question. Because, hey, Finland, if you're going to be like, let's select Darud in 2019, which is the year that it is, why is he, like, barely visible? Why is he hidden in a box for, like, the whole performance? Because he kept, like, smiling and nodding at the camera okay. and everyone was creeped out but by But then it. another point, point is, why don't you select a song in which, like, he can shine or, like, he can do something? A, a song that is... Darudesque, uh, rather than a song that requires us to put him in a box while someone stands center stage with the widest stance any man has ever seen and sing while no one watches Darude, whereas that's the name recognition that I'm sure you're hoping for if you were like, we've selected our artist, here's three songs, it's Darude? Nobody wants to look at Darude. We didn't know that! It's true. The but goatee. they must have known that. The goatee. And then like the looking at the camera and like nodding and winking a little bit was the most skeeved out I've ever been. So how does this compare to Gromy? 
Because it's the obvious comparison. It's the obvious com- comparison. Gromi was worse. Because have... Gromi was a wannabe. Darude is the real fucking thing. Yeah. Which is also bad. But, like, at least... Mm-hmm. At least he's Darude and not fucking Gromi. He's what you expect Darude to be. Sure, yeah, Darude and his crony Sebastian coming to save the planet. Um, there's a woman on a box. She dances, and then she's like in the box on a screen. And then Sebastian the woman... like touches the screen, but the way that the woman moves, it looks like he's grabbing her butt, which is kind of just uncomfortable interaction with an LED, I think. I, say, I think also one of the funniest things about the video to me is that I'm sure if you're like standing in the audience... Uh-huh. You don't see the top of the box, right? But the camera made it so we could clearly see the woman lying down flat on top of the box. Oh, did we? I did. Oh god, it's so good. So during the yeah, during, during the part where the where illusion is yes. supposed to be that she's like oh, in underwater, you do illusion, just see though. her lying down on top of the box. It's really good. Also, she is dressed in. What I think is just green screen fabric. Was green for. Uh, She's Mother nature. Earth. Yeah. God, you guys. We're destroying the planet, my my dudes. We're destroying the planet, and this song is not helping because this will only want people to destroy it faster. Ah, ah, yowza! There's just so many questionable decisions, but I keep coming back to the fact that it's Darude. Guy, what's going on What's going on with the world today where Finland says Darude? Hey, Finland, Finland, if you're doing this, if if you're going to keep doing this concept, please do Gunther next year. Can someone send... Because he was in your national final three years ago. Can someone send erotic to Eurovision? Where are they from? I don't know. I'm going to look that up right now. Second time during the episode that Mira looks at her phone. If you want to Google it, then you Google it. No, please, by all means. I just want to look up where erotic is from. I don't want to fucking Google anything. I don't care enough. Because they're not American. (laughs) No, they seem distinctly German. Some kind of... Erotic is a musical duo from... Well... Did you find some kind of weird internet website where that's behind a read more, like a teaser? Where you're just like, you have to click through to find out where Erotic are from? No. They're a musical duo from Germany. Whoa, nailed it. I could feel that. I could feel the, the act is best German known energy. in Europe for the hits Max Don't Have Sex With Her Ex and Fred Come To Bed. So good. This Although is the no... second time in this year of the Eurovision Division podcast that we have talked about E fucking Rotic. <laughs> is this? When, when else did we talk about it? I thought we talked about it last year. This is my yearly erotic corner. But I mean, and I have to mention oh, that did, Dr. I, Dick fucking slaps. Was I just listening to an old episode to find a bit? Maybe. That's entirely possible. Did we have an extremely sexy song this year yet? We have not, I think, had a We have! Kinky Boots! Oh my god, I forgot about Kinky Boots! It was Kinky Boots. I forgot about Kinky Boots. How could you? Oh my god, I completely forgot about Kinky Boots, which is apt for this episode, I guess. Uh, Hey folks, let's bring Kinky Boots back. Let's just bring Kinky Boots back. Gotta mention... Rehearsal footage from semi-final one. 
didn't get, you know, kinky boots in there, but got a lot of artists wearing kinky boots in there. So it's like, are they paying tribute to the greatest thing that could have been? Perhaps. Will tribute be paid also by our next artist? Oh my god. Our next artist and our next song is coming to us all the way from another Baltic country, Lithuania. I can talk about them now because yeah, really I quit my job. So we have to mention that also. You used to work. We've talked about that every year on the podcast that we did Lithuania for a Lithuanian company. You quit. I quit. So, I finally quit. So now we are going into Lithuania freely without any sort of baggage. You have no more Lithuanian uh, bosses nope. to talk about Yuri Vaklenko and run with the lions. God, that sounds amazing. Uh, which is the Lithuanian entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Did this, Was this something that happened after we did last year's podcast that um, my boss did come in, my manager did come in to the shop okay, and show it, us a picture? I, I didn't see it, but the story is worth telling again, please. My, my manager came into the shop after like taking a holiday back to Lithuania for a couple of days for like a wedding or something and she was showing us pictures and uh telling us a story about how she saw like so this funny. one dude who we wouldn't know at a club and went up to take a selfie with him he was, she was like ah oh, you don't he's very famous in lithuania um but like yeah i'll just show you you won't know him and i'm like that's vidas bamila <laughs> And everyone looked at me like I had grown a second head. How the fuck do you know Vitus? And like, yeah, he was in Eurovision. He did that cute song where they kissed at the end. Of course I know him. Oh my god, you met him? Everyone was very weirded out that I knew this very obscure mm-hmm. He's a very famous musician in Lithuania. Is that what you're working with? He's pretty hot, though. We didn't talk about it on the podcast because that was the year before we started, but we were pretty into this time. Um, yeah, it's cute. that still actually gets cute. into my head sometimes. Yeah, it was very cute. Yuri Viklenko winning uh, the national selection in Lithuania was another example of, of the fandom and the, the general public expecting one person to win and just having kind of like resigned themselves on a Saturday to one artist winning and just like not really paying attention to Lithuania only to find out two hours later that someone else entirely had won. So, you know, everyone was like, oh, Monica Maria is going to win. Um, and then she didn't. Oh, no. And everyone was like, oh, okay. Um, so it was just kind of surprising. No one was really, I, I don't think anyone was invested, but who the fuck knows? It's, it's years ago, right? The only thing we have to talk about is the Lithuanian entry for Eurovision 2019, and that is, without a shadow of a doubt, Yurius Vaklenko and Run With The Lions. Without a shadow of a doubt? I didn't say that. You did say that. Well, I lived. I have you don't lift on a bee. I have a lift. Let's listen to Running with the Lions. It sounds cool. No. Run with the Lions. Oh, Run with the Lions. This is very important. Okay. It would be a different song if it was called Running with the Lions. It would be. I, you're right. I'm sorry. 
because as we've established, God. every single song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest, except for that night, actually features the title of the song in the song. Oh, okay. This is the Lithuanian entry for Eurovision 2019. It's Run With Alliance. We got a love that can be caged. We got a love that can be caged. I love this. Come on, come on, let your feelings out. Come on, come on, get your freedom. I love this song. Nice. Run with the lions. Ask the question. Does it slap? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does slap. So um, why is this in this category? Because I have to. I have to honestly tell you that I never, ever, ever, ever remember that this song is in the competition, but when it's on, I'm like, oh, this is actually quite good. I quite like this. This is a pretty good song, isn't it? But then it? when it's not on, and I even when I see it in a list, I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. But when it's on, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, this isn't bad. This is exactly why no one considered that it was going to win the Lithuanian selection, because everyone was like, yeah, there's only one contender, really. And then this snuck through and won it. And then everyone had to come to terms with the fact that, oh yeah, this is actually quite okay. This is this is this isn't bad. This is not forgettable. Except like it totally is. Oh no, it's completely forgettable. Which is why it's in the category of I keep forgetting this exists because there is nothing but tr truth there. I forget that this exists. That is not a bad thing, is what I said. That's what I said at the start. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just I completely keep <laughs> forgetting that it exists. Yeah, there's like, this song isn't special. Right. The staging isn't good. This guy isn't super hot. Like, nothing about yeah. this really stands out. But when it is on, I do get it. I did get into it. Yeah, I did I get know. into this song. I love the rolling of the R on the oh, yeah. run with the line. <laughs> it's very good. Mm. I, there's a lot of like things in here that I really do quite like. It's It's mediocre, to be sure. He does a thing in this song. Like does the, he now? The vocal thing of, na, 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 you know, uh -huh. something like that. You know who uses that? Mitski and Sufjan Stevens use that in some of their songs. Is that so? This is not a Mitski song. This is not a Sufjan Stevens song. No, it's song, not at all in that but vein. But it it's not in that vein. It's not even hmm. close to that genre. But it is fucking weird to hear like someone use that voice and that like i have not made the association i guess I, I guess i get what you're trying to say yeah i don't know it's very it took me a while like usually i immediately know yeah, yeah, what yeah, something yeah. sounds like this took me a while I've, i i have one thing that we didn't talk about is i don't know what it sounds like in the australian song in zero gravity there's the part where she goes you're so heavy, I have got to let you go. And I don't know what the na 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 what that sounds like because it is for sure I the 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 it is for sure something that completely reminds me of something. I have got to let you go. I'm That I, is that I, is something I, that I kind of think it's Amanda Palmer, but I'm not sure. I think it might be the bed song that I'm thinking of. It might be Trout Heart Replica. Regardless, Regardless. Um, it's the sort of thing where 
you recognize something and you're completely unsure what it is because it is in such a different context yeah, than the original cannot thing. Cannot place it. You know, the little like Mitski Sufjan Stevens esque thing, which yeah. is so weird yeah. in a song like this, makes me like it more. Yeah. Because it is so out of place, kind of. Well, that's the, the those are the little parts that do make it interesting in 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 its complete sort of blandness, because it is completely inoffensive and it's nice. But that's about like what you can say about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's bland in that way. But there are there are those touches that do make it like interesting while it's on that do keep your interest. Yeah. In a way. Um, but nothing about it demands to be remembered. No. The only thing is, it is Lithuania, and they have managed yeah, yeah. to they have managed to qualify with like bland dudes in the past. I mean, not to say Donnie Montel was bland, but you know that that staging could have had more, and yet it still did really well and ended up in the top ten of that year. Yeah. Um. They had ah oh, the fucking guy who sang about his shoes. Um, I don't remember his name or when that... 2013. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they've had similar things to this and there's appeal to it, I think. I'm not sure. I when, don't know who this is for. I don't know who's going to vote for this. But I feel like someone might. When will humanity come around to Reign of Revolution? It's, it's going to be a slow burn. Yeah. In 20 years, it'll come back in the compilation videos of, like, here are... 20 great Eurovision songs you forgot about. You know, I don't know if that'll happen. But it, 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 that begs the question of how long it takes for a song to enter um, the Eurovision compilations during like a Eurovision final on television. You know, and they make the funny little compilation of, yeah. remember these funny songs and it's always the same ones? It's always Nicole and Hugo? I know. Yes, we do remember. We watch the show every year. I guess the casuals don't. Um, speaking of casuals, we're getting so close to the contest that everyone's coming out of the woodworks to talk about Eurovision now, even though they know shit fuck. Um, that's fine. We should really, you know, advertise this show more so that we maybe... We really shouldn't. I mean, we really shouldn't because I'm very ashamed of it. Um, we're foul-mouthed and we are proving by doing this show that we do not know at all what we're talking about. No, Unless that's not what you were going to say. We're so annoyed by everyone who's like a Eurovision expert on the radio that we should just be them. Well, there's so many people on fan sites and they are, you know, they are liminal media in a certain way because they are outside of what the mainstream does and then, and then there are people sent to Eurovision by mainstream media outlets who are it seems a lot of the times not like major fans, which is maybe good if you're trying to be a journalist, right? But but a lot of times it's people who don't really know shit. And I'm just like, imagine being a sporting journalist and going to a sporting event and knowing fucking anything, like not knowing anything about the players and what how the sport works. And, you know, like... Yeah. Like, none of them really seem like they have done their homework. A lot of the times I'm like... You did your homework maybe very late, or you didn't really bother going really deep. I don't know. And I... I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. It's just a thing that always... That I'm always reminded of in the week before Eurovision. That it's like, oh right. I haven't heard a lot of complaints about the fact that Eurovision's coming, which... 
Is it a good sign? Is it a good sign or maybe just people it's, aren't aware yet? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because it's Wallonia this year. So it would be less like, we are sending someone. It's very close to the federal elections. Yeah. So we're not getting a lot of like, you know... Well, no, they're not broadcasting the second semifinal on the first TV channel for the first time since there have been two semifinals because there's an election show on Thursday. Yeah. So, you know, the elections are, are gripping Belgium. I think we are less occupied with the Eurovision right now. But if you're very occupied with the Eurovision, then you must have enjoyed this wonderful episode of our podcast. And if you want to hear more, make sure to tune in. Follow us on SoundCloud or on Twitter. That is at Eurodivision. Make sure to tweet us with interesting questions or anecdotes or don't if you don't feel like it. We will not... Judge you, because we wouldn't know if you didn't tweet us. You see, we wouldn't know if you didn't tweet us. We will know if you do tweet us. So keep that in mind. If you tweet us, we will know about it. I mean, I won't. You're the only one who reads the tweets. But you let me know when there's good ones. I only let her know when there's good ones. And, folks, most of the times there's only good ones. Yeah. So I do hear about most of them. You're all very lovely. And, um, like I said, it would be lovely I love our five fans. Yeah, great. Lovely to follow us on Twitter, follow us on SoundCloud, uh, rate and review us on iTunes, do all of that good stuff, and we'll be back to discuss some more songs, because we're getting to Eurovision next week. Well, with that said, thank you for listening, and good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Bye.